This episode of the Taylor Living Podcast is sponsored by Fitness Coach Academy. That's my signature 14-week mentorship program to help you start and scale your online fitness coaching business with ease. Students in FCA are hitting major milestones, like landing their first 5 to 10 clients, leaving their mediocre 9 to 5 jobs, and hitting their first 5K months. How? Well, I'm teaching you the exact framework I used to build my seven-figure business. We're talking contracts, sales psychology, content creation, and camera confidence. FCA has helped more than 100 online coaches create financial freedom their way. Not only will you learn how to build a scalable business, but we've got industry leaders like Lay Norton teaching you advanced coaching skills. Look, there's no manual to help you build a business, and piecing together free information on Google won't get you very far. Learn more and apply at www.thefitnesscoachacademy.com or click the link in the show notes. What's up, you guys? This is the last part in the Fill Your Roster series. And if you've made it this far, I'm hoping that you have felt inspired, motivated, and, and you, that passion inside of you as a coach is just growing and filling over and you're ready to make moves with it, okay? So in this episode, I'm bringing three of my former FCA students who are absolutely crushing it to really break down what they got out of Fitness Coach Academy, what the program was like, and to answer any questions, common questions that I get, right? Because Fitness Coach Academy is truly the coach that I wish I would have had starting out in the beginning. This is the course that's going to give you support and a step-by-step -step proven roadmap to scaling and starting your business and building it up to 5K months and beyond. Without the foundation inside of FCA, scaling your business is not possible. And I say that with total confidence because building a business, guys, is hard. There's no way around that. I don't glamorize building a business. I never have, right? And I know that overwhelming feeling that, you, that you're feeling, right? You don't know where to start or focus your energy because you, you really don't know what you don't know, right? You want more clients and engagement and money, right? But you're lacking strategy. You know what kind of client you want, but nobody's filling out your application. It's kind of like crickets. And maybe some of you think you need hundreds of thousands of followers to build a successful business. So you're kind of stressing on, on those things and, and that doesn't even need to happen, okay? And finally, you're so busy with your day job or school or whatever it might be and starting a side hustle just feels so draining and, and defeating and in your loss, right? And so going through FCA, you're gonna make money doing what you love and you're going to have financial freedom and lifestyle freedom. You're gonna have me as an expert in your corner every step of the way. You're gonna know exactly how to attract your ideal client and you're gonna feel 100% confident doing it. And so without further ado, I'm gonna turn it over to these three ladies who are gonna share their stories and experiences. And we've got a little, a little hot seat coaching at the end so you can hear how I coach in real time. And I promise you, I didn't know. I didn't know what any of these questions were going to be. So without further ado, you guys, let's dive into some epic client success stories in FCA. Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHaze. I'm obsessed with all things business and fitness. I left my career as a TV reporter, followed my dreams, and created a multiple six-figure online coaching business in just one year. Now I'm sharing my strategy with you. Oh, and we'll keep it real, discussing mindset, money, and hardship to help you build the life of your dreams. 
So grab a cup of coffee and get cozy. Again, welcome to the Tailored Living Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so joining me now, I've got three amazing humans. You can't see them, but I can because we're all on a Zoom call. So I have invited three amazing humans on this call and podcast. So you guys can really get a sense of what I mean when I say that FCA is truly a place that is going to give you that foundation for your business to set you up for success from here on out. And I think there's so many, so many different coaching platforms and coaches in general, right? Like I'm seeing business coaches almost as much as I see fitness coaches these days. And I'm sure we've all been hitting the DMs with a business coach from time or time, right? So I am joined by Jess, Link, and Ashley. And I'm going to go around and just have them just briefly kind of, you know, let us know a little bit about you guys, of course. Tell us kind of what type of business you're owning. And then I want to know just what business felt like before FCA, like paint a picture of that. And then after the 14 weeks, how did you feel? What did you like? How did you grow the most? So I'm going to start with Ashley, who's actually joining us in Australia. And we guys, we're recording this a little bit later in the day, but for her, it's like, what time is it? 6 a.m.? 6 a.m., yes. <laughs> thank, thank you for joining us so early. But yeah, so I'm going to turn it over to you. So just introduce yourself. Let us know a little bit more about your business and how you've grown through FCA. Okay, so uh, my name's Ash. I am currently living in Brisbane, Australia. And before I started FCA, I was literally just a face-to-face coach. And I knew that I wanted to get out of that because of obviously what's happening with this pandemic. Um, Gyms were the first things to be shut down. So my job was basically gone. So I wanted to switch to the online situation Um, Because I knew that a lot of people have, you know, a lot of success with it. And my coach and I are online as well. So I feel like it was just the way to go. Um, The problem was, is that I had no direction on how to actually go about doing it. So after the 14 weeks, I am a lot more confident in the online coaching, like my ability with online coaching. Um, My contracts are done, you know, my back my back end systems are done. My onboarding process is so easy now. Like it's just given me the confidence to actually be like, hey, I'm not taking face to face anymore. I'm only doing online. And it's been amazing. And you had a situation where, you know, and this is super common, people have in person coaching experience. And they are like, oh my God, this is so overwhelming. Like I'm in the gym eight to 10 hours a day, maybe more if you do like a morning session than a night session. And when you pivoted to online, there were so many elements you didn't realize you needed. Like you mentioned contracts. And I think that, you know, when I was a a brand new coach, I underestimated how much time back-end stuff takes, right? Like all of the automations. And so I think like, you know, elaborating on that just a little bit more, because sometimes people think all I have to do is get clients, but that's not building a business. So, you know, I think that some people say, F it, let me just get clients and I'll make money. Right. But, but this is really about teaching you how to build a business. And I think that's truly what sets this apart. So can you talk about the support or just how you feel um, now knowing you have just so much, um, I guess, just like a really great foundation for your clients. It feels very professional to you. 
Yeah, definitely. So just with face-to-face clients, like you said, it's all about just getting people in the door because you just want to make, you know, that money face-to-face. But when I, I think I started out with like one person online and just my systems were fucked. Like, honestly, I had no direction. So when we started with FCA and then we learned about the contracts and the onboarding systems and, you know, like having a welcome pack for your clients, stuff like that, it makes you seem more professional. And I've gotten a lot of that from the the people that I've onboarded for online is, oh, wow, like this actually looks really awesome. Like this looks super professional. I just wasn't expecting this. Um, so then they actually know that you're serious. Like this is a serious thing that we're taking you through is online coaching. You know, like you're locked in for that 12, 16, however many weeks, you know, your contract says, and they're like, oh shit, like this is for real. So just having that stuff set up just makes you feel a lot better and a lot more calm, I think. Right. And you know, I, that's what I've experienced. I, um, was talking with a, a client, actually a current client in FCA right now who had a negative experience with a coach. She was a assistant coach actually, and was trying to get out of that because being an assistant coach, like, I mean, maybe we will have some at, at a time, but when you truly want to build a business, assistant coaching doesn't feel good to you. It feels uncomfortable because you want to do your own thing. Needless to say, when this client told the coach that, you know, she wanted to leave and do her own thing, there was kind of some, some anger, some retaliation, which isn't professional and shouldn't happen. However, she felt like I signed a contract, like I'm stuck. And so I said, let me let me see that contract. And, you know, without going into too much detail, there was literally nothing in there that would have held up in court. And I said, leave, walk out. This cannot even stand. She's like, oh my God, like, I'm so glad that you looked at this because my point is, and this coach has a pretty big following on Instagram. Okay. So it doesn't matter about the following or being, you know, like an influencer status. My point is, you know, cause I, I truly think that right now is the time of like the micro influencer. That's why hashtags, you know, discover under 5k discover under under 10k. Like those are popular now, but, um, I'm happy that you feel like you have built a really professional solid ground. And I always say too, you know, and, and I don't know if this, this is just me being transparent, you know, FCA is a, a 14 week course, but the first quarter of it, is not about getting clients, right? It's really about just setting up your systems because I think so often people think, oh, let me get this certification and then I'll start my business. And I'm like, that, you're doing it backwards, right? Because if you have the certifications or whatever and you're ready to take on clients, but you have no contracts and you have no payment systems or checkout links or intake form or whatever, how do you think you're going to grow a business, right? And I think people don't, they don't think like that. They don't know about it. And so that's why I think FCA, it brings up these points that you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know I needed this, that, and the other, um, because I'm trying to make sure you guys get ahead without ever feeling behind in something like this. So I'm going to ask Link, I'm going to ask you the same thing. So, you know, tell us about you and your business and kind of where you were before and, and after FCA. Yeah. So my name is Link. I work with former athletes. Um, I am a former athlete myself. So I played four years of collegiate softball. And then when I was done, I hit a wall and it was like, okay, well now what? Um, so 
before FCA, I was definitely like drowning myself. Like I was constantly trying to revamp something or redo something because it wasn't good enough. And it was just perfectionism taking over with every little thing. Um, my content had literally no direction whatsoever. I was posting and praying, to be honest, just posting and praying and like getting frustrated when it wasn't working. And then it was like, okay, well, let me just revamp this and let me, let me try that. And I wasn't getting anywhere. I was constantly just like over and over and over again in the same vicious loop. And then now after, honestly, I could go on forever. So I'm going to sum this up in like the shortest little tidbit that I could. Um, but I would definitely say more clear on content, definitely more confident in my writing and just like the organization behind the content side of things in general. I have definitely pulled back on trying to do all of the things. And instead I'm now focusing of like, okay, what is my goal? What do I need to go after it? And I'm, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go do it right now. And Taylor, you're that perfect, like kick in the ass whenever I need it of like, okay, slow your roll sister. Like <laughs> focus on that. We talked about this, like, let's go here. Um, and then just really honestly, the biggest thing is like the mental breakthroughs. Like I was again, spinning myself in a vicious circle. And now it's, I'm confident in what I bring to the table. I'm confident in my backend systems. I'm confident in everything that I have. So now I'm just going in and putting the work in and just doing the damn thing. And that's truly, you know, you said something about the posting and praying, which I know like jokes aside, that's what people do. Like we're putting content out there and we don't have strategy. And the second I ask a new coach, what is your strategy behind fill in the blank? They're like, oh, I, I guess I don't have one. And I'm like, right. So we need to fix that. You know what I mean? And I think that, you know, we joke sometimes as coaches about, you know, I mean, I remember when I started my business and I went from, you know, reporting to this and my parents were super excited, but they were like, I just hope you can make money. And there's always this stigma around if it's an online business, you're not going to make much money. Right. And so I think not that we assume that, but we sometimes treat it like it's just not really going to grow, right? It's almost like we, we want to make more, we want to do more, but we're holding ourselves back internally because we just can't, we can't quite put all the pieces together. And so I think for you, like you mentioned these mental breakthroughs and I'm just asking you how, what specifically in FCA helped you come to those conclusions? Was it maybe an office hour? Was it the way the modules were structured? I mean, what about that really helped you come to those conclusions? Hmm. That's a tough question because honestly, I feel like it was a mix of multiple different things. So we had our modules that was like giving you the like super clear structure of like, Hey, do this, this works. And like, here's, here's extra support to go on top of that module. And now, Hey, here's this office hour where as a group, we're going to sit down and we're going to work through this together. And yeah, we learned this. How can we make it individualized to you? So having that opportunity for me to sit down in front of you and the group and say, guys, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm thinking. Like, help me walk through this. And having a group of people around me, having you in front of me, like, no, like this is that and that's that. And we talked about this in the module and really working through that, I think as the group setting was the biggest thing for me. I'm team oriented. That's, that's how my brain functions. So having that team around me, I think was the biggest thing while also having that module coming in on the other end of like, no, here's like, here it's written out. Like, here's your structure. Here's your plan. Let's implement. Yeah. And you, it's funny you say that. Cause I mean, I always joke that I'm like everywhere that I'm, you know, Enneagram three, like I'm very type a. And so for me, like, 
like I needed to create a course that really was my brain on paper, right? So it's like mm -hmm. every, I always joke that every module, because we'll talk about this a little bit later, but about the group coaching and if that felt impactful or not. But, you know, every single module has checklists and templates and guides and whatever. So that it's not just like you're watching a video and you go to the next one. Like the reason I added these office hours bi-weekly was so that you can learn start to implement, ask me questions, and then rinse, repeat for 14 weeks. So, you know, I always say, how did how, people ask me how, why 14 weeks? Right. And I'm like, honestly, because it's a, it's more of a marathon than a sprint, you know, and a lot of you guys are just starting out. So, so some people had nine to fives. Some people had newborn children in our group, right? Some people were still in school, um, overnight shift, like, Oh, I don't know if I can do this right now. And so I think that you guys can all probably agree that it was doable, right? Like, did it feel like it was manageable with the time? Everybody's kind of nodding to me because we're all on a Zoom call right now. So you guys can't see them, but I can. Um, good. That makes me feel happy. Um, so Jess, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and same thing, introduce yourself, tell us about your business and tell us the growth that you've made. So I'm Jess. Um, I am currently in Alberta, Canada. So you have, you know, multitudes of us all over the place. Um, but yeah, I, I was very early in my online like nutrition fitness coaching um, when I started FCA. I was originally just like Ash, like, like an in-person trainer, um, and I transitioned in uh, onto online October of 2019, um, but I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and I was still doing a lot of in-person. Um, so I had a handful of in-person and I was doing some online. Um, but honestly, I felt really lost in the fitness space. Um, I didn't really know who exactly I wanted to work with. Um, I didn't even know how to make my voice heard. That was really my struggle is because I feel like we're all very so passionate about what we do. We absolutely love like to help people. And yet... I just didn't even know how to say into words what I wanted to help people with. Um, after FCA, you know, I just, I feel so much more confident as my voice as a coach in the fitness industry. Um, you know, I have, I, I feel the same way about Link and Ash regarding like the backend systems and having contracts and, and all of that in place. But now I just feel so much more confident just showing up for myself and as a, you know, entrepreneur, entrepreneur in, you know, owning a business and helping these people like owning my own shit, if that makes sense. Um, that's my biggest thing. Yeah, I think owning your own shit is like the best way to put it because you guys, yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, nobody is offended by anything I've already said. So like, <laughs> yes, right. We know that. Um, and something for you, and, and I told you this when I first started messaging you on Instagram before you ever signed up, like I, the way that you presented yourself and this, this is kind of what I want to bring to the surface of like the mindset shifts guys. So just to me came across on her Instagram based on who she was connected with, based on some core nutritionals connections. I thought she was honestly probably too advanced for FCA, to be honest. I started DMing her thinking that she would be a private client. And then I, I came to find out, nope, we were not there yet. So, but, but she didn't feel confident. And that's what I want to want to say again is like, you know, not to go into detail on everything that's in FCA, but like we have, you know, a mindset coaching module with a guest speaker and like 
somebody cried on our call because of breakthroughs. And like, that's the kind of breakthroughs that like people are having. Maybe they're not that emotional every time, but you're realizing the potential you have. And it's not just, oh, I'm the fit friend. I think I can do this. But you're like, oh no, I can build a fucking business doing this. Right. So I love hearing that. And, and, and I want to ask you, um, Jess, so, you know, or I'll, I'll start with you and we'll kind of go around too, if anyone has anything to chime in, but everybody, I mean, there's a million, and I don't remember if any of you guys had previously worked with coaches. So if you have maybe bring that up, okay. Link has Jess. Okay. I don't know. So yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. Jess and Ash, Ash, you haven't either. Have you worked with a, Biz- a business card? Yeah. No. Okay. Just me. So Link is the only one that can really chime in on this, but you know, there's so many online courses that claim to help you build a business or whatever. Right. And, you know, I think that FCA is very, very unique in the sense that I am live in a major component. And also we also, we focus on coaching, right? I don't think that other courses focus on creating better coaching habits, which is why I bring on Lane Norton and Sam Miller and Lauren Conlin and Cliff Wilson, because I bring on the best of the best, because I want you to be the best of the best. So just talk about the support. And if somebody was thinking like, oh, it's a, it's a group thing. I think I want private, right? Like, cause everybody in the beginning, you know, a lot of them are like a little hesitant to join a group setting. Yeah. And I can be, I can fully appreciate that group setting because I I never, I was never, you know, I didn't hire a business coach, but I was on, you know, a few Zoom calls with a very high up coach in the industry um, a few times. And it was just like, oh yeah, okay, just do this. Okay, continue, right? And so this was so monumentally different. Um, Like we were a very close knit group. And that's, I think, one of the main reasons why this group like functioned the way that it did is because you don't have, you know, 50 plus people and every week you're checking in and going, oh, okay, like, what are you doing again? Like, Taylor, you were so invested in what each of us were doing. You knew so many of the ins and outs, like just off the back of your hand. But then we kind of got to know, you know... Like I'm now kind of like Instagram friends with Lincoln Ash. Like we kind of talk to each other through, you know, Instagram and we message each other. And every single time I see them, you know, posting something, you know, doing something interesting on their social media and such and such, or, or they're commenting in the group chat. Um, it holds me more accountable. And I found that that was so like, I was like, yeah, okay. Like they're doing this. Let's do, I want to do that too. And I would ask them questions and, and that peer feedback, like peer related feedback. So amazing. Like it was so incredible to not just hear from you and to know that you knew the ins and outs of our business, but you know, few key people in that group, we had each other's back. We are like, yes, let's make this together. Let's do this. Like it was phenomenal. And I'm glad, you know, it's, it makes me just, it makes me very happy to hear that because I wanted to make sure that nobody ever, ever felt like just another number in this group. Like hell no, hell no. Was that going to happen on my watch? Like it just wasn't. Um, Ash, I'm looking at your face. I feel like you have something you want to chime in on. I think, well, I think Jess said it best. Like it's one of those things where, cause I am not a group person. I've 
I've never done a team sport. I've always been individual. Um, so for me, this was a this was a massive deal. But like she said, I think it's one of those things where we were all so maybe it's because it was the first round, but we were also tightly knitted together that, yeah, when you saw someone doing something, it was, you know, you get, you get inspired to do it yourself. And even though we're all basically trying to do the same thing, almost every one of us is different. So we all had an input or an output. And I just think that was, I think that's probably was the best thing for a lot of us. Yeah. Like, it's just been incredible. Like, the shit that we've gotten from it. And you know, I'm, I'm not a group person not, either. So um, I have played I have- sports, you know, like group sports and stuff, but I never, um, just like with coaching, for example, like I always say, like, I didn't have a business coach day one. I didn't know that existed. That's really why, because if, if I would have known I would have had one, I waited like seven months or so until I was drowning. And I was like, oh, wow, this is a business coach. I should probably get this. And what was offered to me was private. So I didn't even think about like a group setting, but I am somebody that really thrives with like one-on-one, maybe because I'm an only child. I don't know. Like, it's just how I've been. And so when I created FCA, I was like, as somebody who isn't a group person, I knew I needed to make it to where you felt like you were succeeding with me one-on-one, but also you had support behind you to cheer you on. And like you've said, you know, I'm watching the current group of FCA people do the same thing. Like they're forming their little cliques and everybody's liking each other's stuff and they're commenting and tagging. And it's like, so freaking cool to watch that happen, you know? Um, and it keeps going with everything past this, like six figure fitness coach, which is the next level after FCA. Like they meet some, there's a group of them that like will meet without me. Cause they just want to have like a zoom call in and chat. And I'm like, that makes me so happy because that's the goal because your husbands or wives or whoever, like they don't get it. They don't get it. I I don't care that they support you. Supporting and getting it are not the same thing. And if you're not an entrepreneur, you don't understand the stress. It's not like, oh, babe, you're doing good. Like, okay, thanks. But like, I'm stressed, right? Like, it just doesn't feel the same. Um, Link, what is your take on the group setting and how much support you felt like you got? Again, like I said, I'm a, I'm a team. I'm a team person. So like, I love the group setting, but I also love one on one setting as well. And I think that like, this like with FCA, it was the perfect balance. So like, even though we were in the team setting, I knew when I showed up to the office hours, or like, even had a question when we were going through the modules or something like that, like I could ask you and knew knew that I was getting that one-on-one attention and feedback. But like Ashley said, other people had inputs as well. So it was like, I had, you know, one main coach, but then I also had other people giving feedback and saying like, Hey, I did this and it worked really well. Or here's this idea. I love that you have this. And just that feedback was really, really helpful. I've been through a number of different programs. Um, I, I really should add up like the total amount that I've invested at this point and FCA blows all of them out of the water. And I promise I'm not just saying that because I'm on this call, but like I've had one-on-one coaches and don't get me wrong. Like they were good. They helped me, but it wasn't what I needed. It wasn't the structure. It wasn't the attention that I needed. Funny coming from like a one-on-one aspect, not getting as much attention as I did in a group aspect. Like that says a lot. I've joined mindset courses and FCA is for fitness coaches that had more mindset component and more individualized attention to my specific mindset than these other mindset programs did. So 
I mean, I think they all taught me something at some point, but out of all of this, FCA provided more support, more education, and more structure and more relationships than I could have gotten in any of the other groups. Like Jess and Ashley already said it, like I talk to these girls all of the time. Like I am commenting on their stuff all of the time. Ashley loves my dog. So like we talk about my dog all the time. Like it's more than just, hey, this is fitness business. Like there's a friendship, there's a relationship with everything that we have going on here. And that's probably the best part of it. It just, you know, when you are getting feedback from someone, it's meaningful. It's not just, hey, I'm hyping you up because we're in this group together. It's no, I actually give a shit about you and what you have. And I care and I want to see you succeed. Yeah, you will make a lot of friends on the internet that you never thought you never, you never thought it would be possible. And, and I'm the same way. Like there's a lot of friends that I've made doing what I'm doing, um, through other coaches as well. And it's just really nice because if you're having a, I don't know, something happens with your business and it's like a contract issue or a client or whatever, right? Like there's somebody you can talk to who's actually going to get it. You know what I mean? There's just things that we go through that people don't understand. So, you know, I do want to chat about the investment component because we've talked about what you've learned, what you, you know, how you've grown mindset. I want to talk about the investment. So, you know, the investment is significant and there's obviously multiple options for payments, but I think when you hear the investment at first, like it might be a little, um, hard to swallow. And again, I don't want to scare anybody. This isn't like thousands and thousands of dollars, but you know, it's, it's a few thousand dollars for the investment if you pay in full. And, um, I think some of you, two of you, it was your first investment. And when you are new to business and you don't have clients that can sometimes feel challenging. And I think that we look at money as like, I am spending this much money versus like I'm investing and the ROI is endless. So Jess, I'd love to hear you chat about how you felt, and why you decided to just go for it why and how that investment like the ROI has has continued well i think like first of all in just chatting to you on the side like and just kind of paying attention to what you were doing i kind of started to pick up on some of that and i was like oh she actually like legit knows her shit um right like i was like oh okay um, and honestly, for me, it was, yeah, like the assumption that it was going to be a few grand and like go. Because um, I, I think that if it was less than that, it probably is crap. Like that was my expectation was that I was going to be spending money and that's okay. Right. I don't want to spend small amounts of money and get shit because then it's just then then we're just shitting all over the place and that's never good um but honestly like in the first few weeks I gained three clients like in the first like two weeks I don't know I was just like oh my god like I have these phone calls I it you gave me confidence to increase my monthly prices like straight off the bat like that was the your the first sentence when we hopped on a phone call we're like so you need to increase your prices like and I was like wow okay yeah um uh, sure. Right. And I absolutely loved that like directiveness that you gave. I was like, okay. And my ROA like almost doubled immediately. I felt so much more confident in my strategy to just talk to people on the phone as well. Like not just messaging people, but when I got them on the phone call, I was like, frick, like this is how Taylor dealt with it. Like, yeah, you need to increase your prices. It's like, all right, so dude, we're going to do this, 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 like 
I, I got straight to the point and that no bullshit attitude just really came through and started really working for me because that's where I'm that that's apparently what I'm really good at. So like I was able to create new leads. I was able to nail those phone calls. Um, and now I'm just like, you know, it's just, that that's where we are. No more shit. No more shit. Cause like you said, I think no the, I think the quote of the podcast is like, we don't want to be shitting all over the place. That's really, that's really the quote of the podcast. So I'll make sure I cut that. That'll be the tease. Uh, that's the new tagline for FCA. Like, no more shitting all over the place, you know? Um, but jokes aside, you, you've you said something that I've said over and over again, which is why I encourage you to raise your prices so early on. Because, you know, if you're going to pay someone money to build your business and this business coach costs like, I don't know, $500, like, uh, that's just, that's weird. Like, if, if somebody's only charging that much, I would not trust them, to be honest. So that's why I'm, I'm glad you said that because I'm the same way. If I'm, if I'm investing or if I'm signing up and applying for like a business coaching course, I know it's, it's going to be several thousand dollars or whatever it happens to be. Right. So, um, I'm glad that you said that. Um, I mean, Ash, do you have anything to add on the investment? I feel like you were also pretty unfazed. Yeah, I was pretty unfazed because I think I, I think it was our call about it. And I was just, I think I was expecting more. And so I was prepared to pay, you know, like a pretty penny for this because I was like, this girl knows her shit, obviously. And again, what Jess said, like, the first thing you told me was you need to raise your prices. And I did. I lost maybe one face-to-face client, no big deal. And the ROI has literally been amazing. Yeah. I think it, I think it was you on our sales call where you were like, wait, that's it? Are you sure? Because I think, I think. I like, Are you kidding? Yeah. I was like, uh, no, that's it. And it, I feel like, like, guys, it's $2,800. Like, I feel like we've been dancing around this. If anyone wants to know, like, that's the pay in full price. But my point is, like, $2,800 is an investment for literally a year of mentorship with me. So it's like, and you're going to make well over $2,800 in the course, as long as you actually do the work. And I think, you know, that's a question that people want to know too, is like, will I get this back? And I'm like, okay, well, instead of focusing on, will I get this back? You know, I don't, I don't guarantee results just like you can't guarantee your client's going to lose weight, right? Because how do we make sure that happens? Your client has to eat a certain way, exercise a certain way, right? Same thing for me and FCA. If you do all of the modules and you show up to the office hours and you ask questions and you ask me questions in Slack, hell yes, we are going to succeed, right? But, you know, I, I'm with you. I think that's – because I think all three of you paid in full, right? So all three of you are like, no, it's fine. Like, let, let's go. So, you know, and there are payment plans, of course, but I just wanted to kind of touch on the investment because everybody always wants to know and um, they're, they're always sometimes a little hesitant um, when it comes to investing because they've never had a business coach. So if they're charging, you know, 300 400 for coaching for fitness, they're like, Oh, that's a, it's a really big difference. Like that's not the same level. Right. But, um, as you can see, like we've talked about so many, so many amazing, um, things that they've learned. And so I want to ask each of you individually, just randomly, like, what was your favorite, what was your favorite module? Is there like one lesson that really stood out to you that you really enjoyed or got a nugget out of? I would love for you to like share that. Jess, go ahead. Um, I think it was like 
how to outline your content. Like, and I forget how it was worded, yeah. but it was just like how to speak to the person that you are selling your services to, um, how to create that Instagram post that actually somebody is going to go, Oh, okay. Like structure, like structure to your content gave me so much just like, Oh, okay. That's, that's simple because like, I don't think I'm alone in the fact that I would spend like so much time just trying to write the right post and like, like get lost in it whereas and I still do that sometimes but I'm like no 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 just like chill and like how to outline your Instagram posts and then also outline like what your day-to-day looks like and I think you know the module you're talking about and that's I always really nerd out on writing and camera stuff just because obviously background for me but it really, when you're writing, whether it's a script, whether it's a post, whatever, like you've got to get in the psyche. So I'm not just saying like, here are some ideas to write about. Like, yes, that is included. I do have that as well as a side, you know, template or whatever. But I actually go over how to take your prospective client through the mindset of like, desire, inspiration, and then actually like making the decision like, damn, I want to hire this person. And it's when you think about a caption like that versus like, okay, let me like write something really fast and post it. And you think of your caption as like taking somebody through a journey to like build the emotion and then actually like lead them to a sale. Like that takes time. And so I'm glad that you pointed that out because, um, it's, I think I'm hoping that it made you think about content in a way that you had not before. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Link, go ahead. Yeah. It wasn't like, um, like, I feel like before I was like, this is a macro. Carbs do this for you. Like, it was very robotic and just like, here's all of this information. Like, take it in, like, here. And now it's more of like, okay, well, this, this is a macro and this is what the carbs are and this is how it's going to benefit you. And here's how to get more of that. And like, there was so much more of like a deeper level to it other than just like, hey, here, write your content. You know what I mean? And then having that mix in with like the productivity day of like, here, let's, let's batch our days and let's do this and let's be effective and efficient with our time here, do this. And now you're getting it done in half the time. And not only that, it's better, right? Like that was just the biggest thing for me. And I used to write like that too, not for TV, but you know, when I was writing on Instagram, I would give information And, um, I, I started adding in more elements of storytelling, right? Because you can talk about macros, but your audience wants to know about you too. And so I think again, taking your clients or prospective clients through some storytelling. So Ash, what was your favorite module? Um, well, that one was definitely super helpful, um, for all the reasons that Jess and Link just said, but mine would have had to have been the mindset module because that is something that I have literally just been on the fence about for ages and anyone can tell you I just have I'm very hard on myself so having a guest speaker talk about that and just like how you can get over imposter syndrome and all of that was seriously it was game-changing so good yeah Topsy's awesome and like I said I mean I would I would never have a guest in this course if I didn't think it would be fire. That just wasn't going to happen. I knew when I created this course, it had to be just very, 
very different. That's like how I am as a person. Again, like that's the, that's the type A in me, right? Like I need to make sure that what I put in the universe is going to be fucking bomb. And, you know, um, I'm just glad that you guys all resonated, but you know, link, was that your favorite module or what was your favorite module? Was it also content? Yeah, I'd probably say content and like the productivity because, you know, I'm the same as you. I'm like type A and Egram 3. Like I like that organization structure. So like having those productivity tips was great. And I think it tied in really nicely with the content. So I would definitely say those are my my top two. So now I'm going to ask you guys what your biggest takeaway was biggest lesson learned. Like that's a hard one to summarize, right? So whoever wants to kind of go first, I'm not going to call on any of you, but if you just think, okay, looking back in the 14 weeks, like thinking about how much I have grown, what I have learned, like this one piece of knowledge or this one time Taylor said this or whatever it was, like this is what really changed the game for me and really helped me propel forward. Hmm. I know it's a, that's a hard one. Right? <laughs> it's a hard one. Okay. I will just go ahead and say it. Mine was definitely like a confidence situation. So taking out of this, just being authentic, being authoritative because everyone's called me on my shit. I think Jess, you also slid into my DMS and was like, girl, you need to calm the fuck down. And, <laughs> and it just like, it's stuff like that, that that's what you take away from it. It's, building that confidence of being like, you know what you're doing. These are all of the tools. You have them right in front of you. Taylor's given them to you. You just need to put them into motion. And I think that's been a massive, massive thing for me because now I don't go into sales calls being like, oh my God, what if they don't sign? Oh my God. No, it's, this is what we're doing. Are you on board? This is what we have to offer. And it's just confidence for me. It's awesome. Confidence is a game changer. Jess, go ahead. Yeah, I I have to say that the same with Ash because I was thinking like, oh, like what if – and it's going to be – and you actually said it on this like call or whatever as well. You said to me, oh, I thought that you were actually earning way more or making way more. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> okay, I need to be that badass bitch. Oh, okay. And, and so like not only did – like now I feel like I have the confidence of those backend systems. Like I have a little bit more strategy behind what I'm actually putting out there, but I can actually put myself out there and be like, yeah, I'm a fucking good coach y'all. Like that doesn't make anybody else's light shine less, but you know what? My light can shine the fuck bright. Okay. Like, so, and just showing up for myself and like putting in that exactly like confidence of, okay, like, it's all right, you can do this. Because I get caught up in the shoulds. And I get caught up in the, like, like months down the road, rather than putting in the work right now. Like, I, I like to put the cart before the horse. Um, and it's actually allowed me to just like, calm down and be like, whoa, whoa, like, don't think about the should because you're already pretty fucking badass. So like, why don't you just show up today and like, demonstrate that? So that was kind of my biggest takeaway was when you said that to me, I was like, oh, and it just like flourished into me apparently loving myself more. I don't know. So two things I want to talk about with you specifically. So there was a point during FCA where you, you had an opportunity to be an assistant coach and you really did contemplate it. Right. And what, 
what went through your head and, and I guess, what was that like mindset shift where you were like, uh, uh-uh, uh, nope, not taking it. Because again, it was a, it was a big name coach. Yeah. Um, I just thought about the potential to actually build my own business. Like I, I, again, I got scared about the what ifs, like the what if I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was scared about. It was like, what if I don't make enough money doing this? It was pretty much, okay, that's exactly what I was scared. What if I don't make enough money doing this? What if by taking on this position, I could make more? And the fact of the matter is, okay, well, maybe short term, probably not at all at any, anyways, but the potential to have my own business. Like I am my own boss and that someday sucks. Like that sucks a lot, but you know what? It's also freaking amazing. And I can build my business however I want. I can do whatever I want. And that is sometimes scary, but also super, super empowering. Like now I've gotten to that place where it's like, no, like I won't have the opportunity to do this anymore. I absolutely love creating content and writing these things and like thinking more about like what my clients currently want or what my future clients need and how I can expand my business. Like those are really exciting things to me. And I would lose out on that opportunity for a short term, like, Ooh, I'm afraid. So I think that that's what I was like. Mm, no. And very shortly after <laughs> I gave you an assignment that was unrelated to coaching to further help your mindset, would you like to share yeah. a little bit about that? Oh, sure. Uh, so you see on Instagram, like, well, and like you were doing it too. So your business coach, was it your business coach gave you um, like a, a Louis Vuitton purse or a wallet or yeah, something? Yeah. And yeah. And, and I've always like wanted to buy, okay. Originally it was a pair of Louis Vuitton shoes or not Louis, uh, Christian Louis Vuitton shoes. Excuse me. Um, and then I was like, who am I kidding? I don't wear high heels. So I was like, no, I want a bag. I was like, I want a Dior bag. And then I looked it up and I was like, y'all that's $5,000 on a bag. That's a lot of money. And then I put this, like when I hit, you know, X amount monthly, then I'll buy it. And I shared that with you and you were like, well, why do you have to wait? Why can't you start encompassing that future self now and get something smaller? But every single time you look at that item, you touch that item, you know, et cetera, et cetera, it, re it reminds you of you are that person already. Like just because you're not ready to spend like $5,000 on a bag doesn't mean that you are less of a coach, less of a business owner. Like it doesn't mean that. So do a little something. So I went out and I bought um, a Louis Vuitton keychain and literally every time I touch and I pick it up every day, I like feel the weight of it. It's heavy. And I'm like, yeah, I friggin' like, I fucking walk around with this like way too expensive keychain. Um, cause it's awesome and I'm worth that, right? Like, so 
Yeah, that's that's kind of what she gave me. Um, so and like it was a little. I like got goosebumps. You were talking about that, by the way. I was like starting to tear up. I was like, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> like I get really emotional when you guys succeed. I like cry sometimes, so it's fine. Um, I act tough, but sometimes I cry, so it's fine. Um, no, but that was like a really good example because I fell under that trap too. At some point, I really wanted to buy myself a Louis Vuitton bag, um, and I just I wanted this really cute like crossbody. And, uh, you know, I kind of kept thinking like, why am I waiting? Why wait until I can put this money down and then it becomes your norm. Right. So just like the first time you hit a 5k month, that becomes your norm. The first month you get five, six, seven new clients, that becomes the norm. So for you, it's like, okay, maybe we're not ready to buy like a Chanel bag or whatever, but can we go into the Chanel store and get a Chanel pair of earrings or whatever? Because if you walk into a store like Chanel or Louis Vuitton and you feel uncomfortable, that's not good. That's a money mindset issue. And so that's why for for Jess, I was like, get this, get this keychain. And like literally two days later, you were like, I went and got it. <laughs> And, and I'm, and again, that's been a reminder. And I'm sure you've like heard me say in your, like in your head, like be your higher self, like act like your higher self, show up as your higher self, because that's what you should be doing. Um, so I think that was super, I just was really excited when you did that. Um, so I think, you know, all three of you ladies have had giant mindset breakthroughs. And if I could have a podcast with, you know, 50 people, I would, but that would be a hot mess. So I wouldn't do that. But I want to kind of wrap up and um, give you guys an opportunity to ask me like kind of any questions that you have, because two of you have continued on with me. Jess, I know that you have not, but I have hope. I have hope that we'll reunite at some point. So for, you know, actual like Louis Vuitton bags. But for now, (laughs) for now, I want to open the floor up. Does anybody have any coaching questions. I'm going to give you guys each the opportunity to ask me one question. Um, and I'm going to kind of troubleshoot your business. And for those of you listening to this, I have no idea what any of these people are going to ask me. So let's see (laughs) who wants to go first. Link, do you want to go first? Sure. I'll go first. Um, I feel like I've blown you up with questions today already because we're just hanging out a little bit ago. Um, okay. So I'm going to say if you are trying to work through lead gen, right? And the person is not active on social media. What steps would you take? So they don't post to their stories often. And if they do, they share something that's, you know, COVID related, something that's not something that you maybe want to touch on, but you want to interact with this person. How do you go about that? So my first question would be just to kind of like backstep, but how based on this person not posting a lot, how do you know this person is even ideal? Looking through their profile as a whole. So like they have, you know, maybe it's a a public profile. You can see their stuff. Me, I work with former athletes. If I scroll back, I know of like, oh, this person played sports before. And oh, this is that. And that's that. And you can kind of get an idea of an individual based off of like what they post. Um, I'm talking active as in the sense of like, now they're posting more periodically of like, hey, Merry Christmas. Hey, happy holidays. Hey, here's my dog. You know, it's not anything that's super relevant. Yeah. So what I would do is because most people in general are are not super active on social media always, or if we have friends like from college or whatever that are active, 
they're just like reposting stuff. They're not like actually getting on their stories. So what I would do is I would maybe find a post that you're talking about that like you felt related to something of you and your coaching. And I would send them, like I would DM them the post and I would say something about like them playing sports, you playing sports. Oh my God, no way. Like I played for this team too. Or like I played this sport too. Like, oh my God, miss it. You or like, do you still play or right? Like, so you're kind of like making that connection with an old post. It doesn't have to be a relevant thing. Right. So I think if you go back and just send them a DM, with that post versus like commenting on their page. That's kind of how I would open up the conversation thread. Love that. Cool. Jess, Ashley, what do you guys got for me? Um, sorry. I have a weird one. Um, trying to like, obviously grow the following on Instagram to get more leads, you know, all of that. But I, I keep getting coaches that are following me or like talking to me or like interacting with me. And I'm like, no, I don't need you. <laughs> I need my people. What do I do? So like, thank you. I love you, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's weird. I think that we still have to keep our focus on where it needs to be. For example, I get people that are like, now that I've invested in copywriters and brand designers, all of a sudden like website designers keep following me. Right. And they DM me and stuff and whatever. So it's like, okay, get, get out of my way. Like I'm still doing the same thing. So it's like, you know, I would say go through your checklist of like, okay, every single day I am showing up every single day. I'm spending one hour or 40 minutes in the DMS every single Monday. I am getting 10 to 15 new leads. So that like, if anything else comes in, it doesn't matter. Just like when you're in prep, right? If a party comes along and you're around birthday cake or something, you're like, whatever, got my goals. It's the same thing as you're building your business. Like there's going to be shit that comes out beside you. It doesn't matter. And the fact that coaches are starting to follow you is a good sign that you look like you know what you're doing because I don't DM like fitness coaches unless I think that they have potential is my point. So I think that that's number one. Yeah. So like, that's a compliment, but like, you know what I'm saying? Just, just don't worry about who's following you. It's be, be happy that you went through FCA and people can actually find you on the internet. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Because people are probably searching like hashtag macro coach or online fitness coach or health coach, and they're finding your profile. So that's a good thing that makes you searchable. Yeah. But I would say just try to keep your blinders on and just keep doing what you're doing and not really worry about that. Because even if you get an influx of people following you, um, that's not directly correlated based on like your content. Yep. You know, like links, um, little followers. From- yeah. Right. Like if you post a reel and you have a lot of followers and a lot of them are 16 year old boys, again, it's not really and a joke. It's, it's okay. Yeah. 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 Super fan. Remember? Shout, Super fan. Shout out uh, Banana Joe 94. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, I will Venmo you for some coffee if you DM me. So if you hear this, we got, we got one for you. But um, <laughs> all right. Jess, last but not least. Oh, that like made me so uncomfortable. Um, okay. So I want to know more about when you're posting like an actual post, what about that location tag? Like that location post, should you always post where you are? Should you pick up different places? Like what does it have to do with the whole 
with everything. So, you know, location tag to me isn't like a huge focus, but I, what I like to do and that I found works pretty well is I like to pretend that I'm on vacation all the time and just put myself in different places around the country. Because if people are searching, like, I, I don't know when the last time I did this, but I'll put like Columbus, Ohio, when I'm in Cleveland or Dallas or Naples or Seattle, just because if people are looking in Seattle for the most recent post, like that will come up and I will come up. So I would say play around with location. I don't usually put myself in other countries, but I definitely will play around with locations in the U.S., like just major cities. Um, and so for you, you could do cities around you, but I would say put yourself in Florida sometime and just see what happens if you tag Tampa or whatever, because think about cities that have a lot of fitness content, like Denver, Boulder, Tampa, Dallas, right? Like places like that will probably help you out. So it's really, there's, there's no like right or wrong way, but I definitely noticed that consistently always being in Cleveland, Ohio, wasn't really helping me. It wasn't hurting me, but it wasn't helping me because I started to think I'm not getting clients in Cleveland necessarily. People are finding me on the internet. So further utilize that and just put yourself in different cities and play around with it. Try it for, you know, a month and see what happens. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Go ahead. Do you ever have like a, do you ever just do like the state or do you always do the city? No, I do cities because people won't like search for the state. They'll search for like Dallas, okay. Texas or something like that. Yeah. Cool. You guys all asked questions that I was not expecting and very specific questions. Very, very specific questions. <laughs> Two of y'all just had a coaching call with me, so that might be why, but, um, Awesome. So, you know, thank you guys again for just hopping on this call. I really wanted to have a podcast. It wasn't just a testimonial, but truly like breaking down FCA for what it is um, and really highlighting just how you guys all grew from that. So just thank you. Like, thanks for being in my first group too. You guys will always have a special place in my heart, like literally, you know? So anyone have anything else? We love you. Yeah, we thank you for having us on. Literally. You guys, I'm crying right yeah. now. <laughs> let's try to make her cry. Let's try let's try to make Taylor cry. That would be cool. Before I start crying, um, I'm gonna, you know, end this podcast. But as always, if you guys like the podcast, share it. If you have questions about FCA, you guys can DM any of these amazing humans. I will link their Instagram in the show notes as well, because who knows? They could be giving you some fake news. I'm just kidding. But um, if you guys <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I didn't pay any of them to say these nice things. This is all real, real, the real, real here. But seriously, it's been really fun. And um, there's a reason this program has had more than 100 people join within less than about four months of it being open. So it's real. It works. It's legit. And these guys are our proof. So thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. I want to give you a virtual high five for finishing another episode of the Tailored Living Podcast. If you're looking for a community of badass go-getters to bounce ideas and answer questions, join my exclusive goal-getter community on Facebook. The link's waiting for you on Instagram. Until next time, bye y'all.